Hello all and welcome to Accidental Careers, the podcast where we talk to people about their jobs. Was the path there windy? Were they jobs they even knew existed? Let's find out. On today's episode, we're going to talk to Dr. Tanya Mohammed, who after years of studying medicine, becoming a doctor and a consultant, hit burnout. She's now created the freedom lifestyle for her family and herself. Find out how she did it. Good morning, Tanya. Thank you for joining us on the podcast this morning from sunny Ibiza, I believe you are. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Lindsay. Yes, it's definitely sunny. It's definitely hot over here. Wow. And is that where you live now, Tanya? Yeah, so we've lived here for just around two years now. Wow, I bet you that's a really nice lifestyle. It's it's very different to the UK lifestyle, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's dull and gloomy over here. Just for just for your uh, peace of mind, it's horrible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk to you today about your um, kind of accidental career. That's what this podcast is all about. But I want to mm-hmm. take you back to uh, the beginning. And mm-hmm. am I right in thinking that when you were at school, you wanted to be a doctor? That's the path you set out on. Yeah, absolutely. And is that because the, the, the family were doctors, did you? Yeah, so my dad is one of six and okay. all of his siblings became doctors except him. And it was kind of what I was brought up around. Neither mm-hmm. of my parents were medical doctors, but um, that was what I was brought up around. I spent a lot of time with some of my uncles in Germany mm-hmm. and in their clinics and, and around you know them. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of the thing that I thought I was going to do because I've always known that I wanted to help people but Mm -hmm. I was also surrounded by doctors in my family which just made me think like okay that's what that's what I'm going to be too I'm going to be a doctor yeah like a natural path so dad dad one of six the only one of six that didn't become a doctor what path did he choose yeah so he chose to become a mechanical engineer wow okay um so it was very different but I think that's one of his biggest regrets I think to be honest because oh. he realizes now that he he would have loved to have become a doctor just like his siblings wow okay that's a uh, yeah is he the youngest by any chance no he's no pretty much in the middle of, okay. of the six so it wasn't mm. it wasn't like him being the rebellious youngster right. of the group or anything like that I'm the youngest of five, you see, that's why I ask, and I was a bit rebellious, I think I just wanted to do something different, um, yeah. but, it, but it is, you know, it, you, you do kind of breed what you uh, are surrounded by at a young age, it influences you massively, doesn't it, it's definitely yes. true. Yeah, definitely, I was, and it was always instilled in me to work hard and always finish what I start, so with mm-hmm. my studying and with my exams and everything at school and then at university and then at medical school and then when I went into my radiology training to become a radiology consultant, Mm-hmm. I was very much of the ethos that I had to finish what I'd started, even if I'd realised that it wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I think that's a good lesson, though, isn't it? I've got, you know, I've got uh, daughters of college age, and I think it's a really good, it's a good lesson to to, to finish what you start. So I know yeah. that you've, ch- you've changed direction slightly, but um, it's probably done you no harm. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I got to the stage where I did qualify as a consultant in radiology as a radiologist. Mm. Um, So it wasn't like I quit halfway through, I I stayed right until I got all of the qualifications possible, essentially, to then decide to say, do you know what, this isn't for me anymore. (laughs) That was lovely, but I'm not going to do that. No, you did. Did you you did do it for a while, though? Yeah. So I Mm. in medicine in total, I worked from Obviously, after medical school, I qualified as a doctor in 2010. 
mm-hmm. and then I left medicine in 2021 so January yes. 21 so it was just okay. under 10 10 and a half years let's say wow okay so you've you've uh, I mean it must have been so tireless all of that study and education uh in in, in, a, in a subject like that and then to work in the industry for 10 years uh were, were you tired burnt out is that what happened Absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So I was Mm. extremely burnt out. I was very, very stressed. The responsibility of the job was incredibly Mm. high. And I took that home with me a lot very often. So it became, it became this kind of catch 22 that I, you know, I enjoyed helping people. I enjoyed, you know, adding my part to helping them on their journey to get better health, etc. But the responsibility and the weight of the responsibility on my shoulders was intense and yeah. it drove me to severe burnout and borderline depression yeah uh, it's a good you know it, it's it's I, I just look at some of the doctors sometimes and think they're just really under pressure aren't they and if you if you quit in 2021 that must have been that you worked through the terrible covid situation as well yeah so i i did work through some of covid but i was also can I say that I'm lucky enough that I was on maternity leave with my second daughter, um, ah, who was born in 2019, okay. at the end of 2019. So, yeah. um, so I worked through some of it, but I was also on maternity leave for some of it as well. Ah, right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So you had your daughter during that time or just before that? Wow. Okay. Yeah, just before. So you get to the point where you've realised, you know, uh, borderline depression you know you're heading in in a, in a slippery direction what was it was there any other kind of factors that made you stop and say I'm not going to do this anymore yeah so one big factor was I lost my mum to cancer in 2012 2012 oh, um who thank you who was my best friend I'm an only child so I you know I had a very close bond with her and yeah. um she committed her life to education she she was a psychologist and she was a university lecturer in Brunel in London and then she became a a secondary school teacher in psychology for her students who were doing GCSEs and A-levels in psychology when we Mm. moved down to the southwest and she had these big plans to leave her job at an early age she was only 56 when she got diagnosed leave her job and go travel the world and go and embody the freedom lifestyle that she really wanted. Mm. But that was quickly taken away from her without obviously any choice. Mm. Um, So I feel a huge sense of responsibility to her and a duty to her to not settle for a life that doesn't fulfill me. I have to go out there and I feel a very huge sense of responsibility that I have to live twice not just for me, but for, for her as well. What a great reason! I'm sorry you lost your mum. Uh, cancer's an awful disease. Uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah, it's taken people from me too. So not great. Um, it, it's um, it's good to hear that you kind of uh, you know, I, I lost my sister recently, and it, it was she, she was only 57, and I, I guess oh. I'm having that bit of a uh, life's too short moment myself at the moment. But you need to be brave yeah. to take that step, don't you? When you've got responsibilities Absolutely. and children. Um, yeah. What was the plan? What was mum's plan? Your plan. So when, when you decided, you know, what did you kind of, which road are you going to follow? You know, how are you going to create that freedom lifestyle? Yeah. So we, uh, to be honest, when I was, when I got to the point that I knew me- medicine was just not for me and I just couldn't continue on, on that mm. continuous treadmill 
lifestyle at work all the time and working all the hours of the day and working weekends and working evenings, I didn't really know what other opportunities were out there initially for me. I mm-hmm. thought that I would have to go, because I've always been brought up to to think traditionally in terms of education, go to university, get a good degree, and then go and get a good well-paid job and be a pillar in society so I thought that I would have to go back to university either as a law student or Mm. something similar or a dentist and get official qualifications which would take years but would also cost me a lot in student loans etc yeah um so initially I didn't know what it was that I could do to release me and escape to escape that slippery slope I was on um but then one day my husband and I came across a one-day free property webinar or masterclass that we went to in person in Devon, which is where we lived before we moved to Ibiza. Mm -hmm. And that kind of opened our eyes to property investing. And it opened our eyes to the fact that we could actually make a really good living through property investing and we didn't need all of the money to start. So that Mm -hmm. was kind of the awakening let's say the light bulb moment say this could actually work for us this could work to get me out of this job which just is just destroying me mentally and my mental health um and so that's what we did we got into property not knowing exactly what we were doing when we first started Mm -hmm. but we jumped in with both feet and so I started my short-term rental Airbnb property business towards the end of 2018 is when I started to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and within a year, so in 2019, I quickly grew that to six figures in its first year in revenue, alongside me working as a doctor part-time on one day a week, whilst I had my three-year-old and I was pregnant with our second daughter as well. <laughs> so you kept yourself really busy then, even busier than you were before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like much busier, much busier. <laughs> But kind of on your terms, which is the best thing, isn't it? I guess it's on your terms. You're choosing to be that busy. So your husband is is part of the, the, the businesses as well. But what was he doing before? Yeah, so Rafa is, um, he's a carpenter. But he's, he's done lots of things, but he's Lovely. a carpenter. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he can do lots of general building and things. So he's very much part of the project management of our property refurbishments and sourcing the properties as well he's brilliant at that he's a brilliant connector brilliant relationship builder you know Mm. everyone seems to warm to him all the time Mm. um so he's brilliant at bringing leads in and bringing properties in and deals in but he's also brilliant at the hands-on stuff you know you know making the finished product immaculate um before that he was just doing carpentry and building work for other people Okay, so it was a good time for both of you, especially with his experience then. Fantastic. Yeah, so he got into, so when he wasn't doing that when we first met, because he's he's Brazilian, he's from Rio de Janeiro, and oh. we met in 2010, just after I'd qualified as a doctor, and he was a tour, just, just on holiday as a tourist in London when we met um, in 2010, yeah. almost 13 years ago now, and... Um, he did nothing like this when I met him at the time. He was into events and, and lots of other things in Rio, in Brazil. So it's very different to what he used to be doing. Wow. But he does enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's grown and grown and grown. And it's taken a slightly different direction now. So you, you talked at the big earlier on, uh, Tanya, about wanting to help people. And you, you, you kind of do do that in a different way now. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I was born to help people. I was born to 
impact people positively and I was born to make the world a better place. I know it might sound cringy, but it's true. No, it's, um, it's good. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, so now I have my other business, which is just my own company called Freedom with Tanya. And I essentially mentor people to build their own property empires and also their own online high ticket empires as a mentor, as a coach, as a consultant, as an expert in something. So it's two different things, but I link them very beautifully together Mm. in that if I can work with online entrepreneurs and service-based entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, mentors, etc., I can help them achieve, you know, five-figure and multi-five-figure months, sales months in their online businesses, I can then help them multiply that money through property investment, particularly in the short-term rental market as well. So I can help people to both but I can also link that journey beautifully through the work and the expertise that I have as well fantastic so so you're helping other people get the kind of freedom lifestyle that you've now got which is uh which is fabulous yeah which is so it's so important to me because uh, believe it or not I was blinkered for years just going through mm. my medical education I was blinkered because I genuinely thought that there was no other alternative for me I thought that either I carry on in this job where I'm very, very unhappy, I'm burnt out, I'm borderline depressed, and this doesn't fulfil me at all, apart from the fact that I'm helping people. It was too mm. much of a burden on my mental health. Or I go back to university and study for years and, and spend a lot of money and invest a lot of money in my education. That's the only two options that I thought I had. So I'm extremely passionate about getting in front of other people and saying you can change your life if you are not fulfilled, if you are just sailing through life and not actually making life happen for you, you need to wake up because this is your one opportunity. And my mum's given me that very important lesson. This is your one life. It's not a dress rehearsal. You have one opportunity. And that's why I'm so passionate about spreading this message that you can change your life. You can create the impact, freedom and wealth that you want and that you deserve. You don't have to stay settled for something that doesn't fulfill you. Yeah. And, and I think it's great that you're a living proof of that. So when these people come to um, to you to, to talk about this guidance, you are living proof. You know, I guess there's a lot of people out there that, are, you know, think being a doctor is a, is a, is a wonderful job and how could you possibly uh, walk away from it? But, but being the fact that you've walked those uh, that path and worn those shoes um, must give people confidence when they're coming to you because there's a lot of webinars or things out there which which promise you know and don't deliver but um, given yeah. the fact that you are living proof I'm sure it gives people confidence in the product. Absolutely yeah thank you so I think first and foremost my title as a doctor fosters credibility and professionalism and confidentiality mm. and all of those kind of professional values which is very yeah. are all very important to me because my sole agenda when I work with my clients is to see them succeed. That's all mm. I'm interested in. So I give my all, my offers, my courses, my programs, my masterminds, my retreats. They are all aimed and designed to see them succeed. It's not just I'm going to give you a little bit and, and not uncover all of the other mm. content that you need. I'm not about that at all. It's about delivering the content that people need to go and create real results and mm. to go and get a real return on your investment through working with me. So yeah. yes, it's my background obviously fosters lots of credibility and professionalism, but also I've got lots of testimonials. I've got lots of incredible client wins. Yeah. You know, it's become it's become 
uh, a common pattern and pathway to see my clients reach 100k in their first year through working with me, for example. Um, mm-hmm. I've got incredible client wins as well, which it's great to see my wins, to see that I've done this and I've walked this path and I have that courage to leave something that was very difficult for me to leave. Like psychologically, mm. it was very difficult to make that decision. It was the hardest decision I've ever had to make to leave medicine. So we've got my results and my proof, but I've also got my clients' results and the proof of their results and testimonials and all of that as well. There's going to be people listening thinking, oh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) What do I do? Oh, I've got no money to start, etc. Just kind of break it down a little bit more for the listeners, Tanya. Talk to us about, you know, are are they needing, you know, um, lots of money to get started, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, where do they need to be in their lives to to jump on board with this freedom with Tanya? Yeah, so where do they need to be? They need to be in a situation where they're unfulfilled and they know they're not living the life that they want and that they deserve. That's the Mm -hmm. first thing. You need to get real with yourself because if you're not honest and transparent with yourself, you can't then set your goals and you can't make a plan to achieve that goal. So first Mm -hmm. and foremost, get honest. And that's the first thing really. Um, The second, so if you want to get into property, My area of expertise is short-term rentals, which is otherwise known as holiday lets and Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Lose the common myth that you need all the money yourself to get started because you don't. So you can go down the route of rent to rent, which is renting other people's properties. And with their permission, you then rent those properties out on a nightly rate basis at a lot higher than a normal rental. Okay. You don't need hundreds of thousands to start this. You need a few thousand to start this. And again, that money doesn't have to come from you. So I want people to start thinking more creatively that actually there are people that want to work with you to lend you their money in return for um, a passive income, let's say like an interest on top of that over a, a fixed agreed period. Okay. So just lose the myth that you need all of the money and you need hundreds of thousands to get started in property because you really don't. If you're thinking of going down the online business route as a consultant, as a coach, mentor, um, CEO, expert, whatever it is that you want to be, then you really don't have to start with lots of money at all. My online business has relatively low overheads compared to my property business. Mm -hmm. So if you are passionate about something, if you have expertise in something, that other people want, you can build an online business, a service-based business based on that. And it really doesn't need to take you, or it really doesn't need for you to invest thousands. It could be hundreds for you to get Mm. started, if that. Um, As an example, when I did my first launch in the online space, which was back in, I think it was September 2020 when I started. Okay. my My first online launch generated over £30,000 in revenue. That was from relatively little investment in any education. That was, I don't think I, I think I may have spent maybe a 1000 in just getting educated or between a 1000 and 2000 at that time. I can't remember exactly. But okay. it, it was relatively little compared to the money that you can make. Mm-hmm. So just get started and start thinking laterally. What's this idea that I want to explore and and monetize as a coach ceo consultant mentor you don't need lots of money to get started and what was that september 2020 the first online business what was that what was that what exactly was it if it wasn't property what were you doing with that business 
Yeah, so that was um, my first ever launch of my signature program, which is now called Property Empire. Okay. That was the first launch of it, but it's now gone through a whole bunch of reincarnations since then. It's mm. so value packed. I've seen so many students graduate through that with incredible results. Um, but that was the first volume of that. And that was, I think I sold it for, I can't even remember. I think it was 2K or something per client, per student. Um, and it got lots of people great results, even through the first cohort. Fantastic. Amazing. So I can imagine that there's lots of people sitting here now thinking I'm going to I'm going to get in touch with Tanya. Um, so you've got an online, you talked about retreats. Where do you do the retreats? Yeah, so I do retreats. So my first two retreats have been in, in Ibiza. So if anyone wants to come to Ibiza, then yes. you're more than welcome. <laughs> Um, but I plan to do them more internationally as well. There's lots of places on my list, like Miami and Vegas, that I would love to explore. Yeah. Um, but my next retreat will be in November time around London, just because a lot of my clients that I know want to come, they have family commitments. So I wanted to make it a little bit easier for them. Um, but it's still going to be in a luxury venue, luxury vibes, luxury location. And we're going to get all of the wealth activation stuff going on there as well. So that's going to be in November. Fantastic. In London. Uh, brilliant. Okay. And there's a wealth event coming up as well, isn't there, Tanya? Yes, I'm really, really excited about this. So I'm hosting my brand new and exciting live event in London on the 15th of September. It's called Wealthy Live, the science and strategy of high ticket. So it's all designed and focused on helping online entrepreneurs scale their revenue, explode their profit margins through mastering the power of high ticket sales. So I'm talking mm -hmm. about attracting clients who pay you 8,000, 10,000, 20,000 per offer mm. to work with you. And there is a very different strategy to attracting these kind of clients compared to just attracting clients who pay you a few hundred or anything up to a mm. thousand. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be teaching the strategy and the science of how to attract these people and how to deliver personalized experiences so these kind of clients stick with you but also refer other high ticket clients to you because this is the strategy to multiply your revenue fast if you're in the online space okay so is that event it's a physical event it's, it's going to be people talking etc where's it taking place Tanya so it's in London it's in central London okay. um it's an in-person event yes everyone's going to get to spend the day with me we have lunch included and it's not just an event where you come and you get a little bit of information. Everyone there will be leaving the event with their own bespoke high ticket strategy mapped out. And for the first 15, and we're almost at the first 15 now, but for mm -hmm. the first 15 who get their first tickets, um, they will also get my personalized feedback and review of their high ticket strategy for faster results and for stronger results as well after the event. We also have um, a VIP level as well, which is very limited numbers for a Lux Mastermind VIP dinner with me in the evening after the event on the 15th as well. Okay. And how much are the tickets and where can people buy them, Tanya? Um, they can come and find tickets, come and get the tickets at bit.ly forward slash wealthy live. That's wealthy live at the end. Um, you're, you're going to be in an incredible group of people. I'm very, very excited about the people who are already on the list. Very, very excited about helping them see how they can implement high ticket sales and client attraction methods that I use to really multiply and explode their online revenue. Because the other important thing to note about this strategy and why I'm so passionate about high ticket client attraction and sales is that mm. these people 
are the people that don't stop investing or paying for our expertise and services, even during an economic downturn or a recession. So this is the strategy that you need to be implementing over the next few years, considering the economic instability that we're in at the moment, because these people don't stop investing. The kind of people who are only open to buying lower ticket and mid ticket offers are probably going to question your offers and think twice. Whereas these premium paying clients are clients who keep investing in your services and your offers. So this is for you not only just to survive through the next few years, but for your business to thrive as well. Okay. And do people come into this event need to be already established, started? They've got a seed of an idea. They're just, they're at that first stage of, right, this job's not, you know, fulfilling me. Where do they need to be at to, to get the best out of this event? Yeah. So to be honest, all of the above, um, okay. if you are established, but not yet confident about raising your prices or creating an irresistible power offer, what I call them, um, mm. then this is perfect for you. If you're just starting out, this is perfect for you because I personally believe, contrary to popular opinion, I personally believe that everyone should be starting with high ticket offers because that's how you can scale your revenue very quickly because you only need one or two or three clients potentially to hit you know, a really, really high money month, like a 10K month or a 5K month. You only mm. need a few of these clients because they're magical clients essentially because they are so invested in working with you. So all of the above, if you've got a seed of an idea, you are so welcome. This is absolutely going to explode your creativity and your thoughts and you're going to want to implement this. If you're already established but not yet achieving high ticket sales consistently, um, then you are going to be in the right room as well okay sounds fascinating fantastic um okay well we will get the details of that out is what's what's next you you, you've obviously got wealthy live coming up so that's going to take up a bit of time um what's the kind of next strand to to tanya's freedom yeah so i've actually so at wealthy live on the 15th of september i'm also relaunching my brand which is having a complete makeover at the moment which To be honest, I've never actually had any formal branding or anything like that. So I'm really excited about that. We've been going through all of the website and that's all going to be launched on the 15th. I've never actually had a website either, just to let you know. So this is my first (laughs) website. It's exciting. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to be opening the doors to my new membership, which is going to be launched towards the end of September, which is going to be under 100 quid to work with me each month where I'm going to help you manifest, make, manage and multiply more money. And that's very exciting as well. So got lots of exciting things happening. You have indeed. And and all whilst you're in Ibiza, I'm very jealous. <laughs> thanks again for taking the the time out Tanya. We'll we'll put that at bit.ly forward slash wealthy live. I've got that right, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Fabulous. Well, listen, thank you for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure. Wow, what an inspiration Tanya is. She has created a beautiful lifestyle all on her own terms. And if you want to do the same, reach out to Tanya. She has seminars, webinars, live events where you can get involved and find out how you could also have that freedom lifestyle. If you want to listen to more of our Accidental Careers podcasts, find us on your usual platforms, Spotify, etc. And leave us a review so we know what you're thinking. Until the next time, thank you, everybody.